Hey there, and welcome back to Holistic Health Masterclass Podcast. This is Brett Hawes, and you're dialed in to another episode. Um, super stoked to get this episode out there today, and I know that you're going to love it. Um, before I get into my guest today and the topic of the day, um, just wanted to make a couple of announcements, really just one. Um, obviously, the episode that I released last week um, definitely ruffled some feathers. Um, that was unintended, of course. Um, but I'm going to save my comments for next week's episode, okay? And for the simple fact that I don't want to derail uh, today's episode on C60, um, I, I don't want to get into anything pandemic-related or COVID-related or anything like that. I would like us just to really stay um, focused on uh, C60 and on health today. So that's pretty much it. The other announcement that I will make is um, I'm not 100% sure of the date yet, uh, but we will be launching a group detox program. Um, I have actually done this detox program on myself about 10 times now in uh, my life, and I've helped uh, probably about 1500 um, people in a clinical setting go through this program. So uh, so keep an eye out for that. Um, you can subscribe to the mailing list. Um, just go onto the website and hit join the tribe uh, just so that you can get notified via email. And of course, I will also be making some announcements and um, dropping the registration link for that uh, in future podcasts. So keep an ear out for that uh, for sure. And uh, that is only open to people in the US and Canada, unfortunately. Okay, and that's um, for the simple fact that there are products involved and they only ship to US and Canada. So, uh, right, so that's the announcements out the way. Um, on to today's episode. Um, I have Ken Swartz with me today. He is uh, the sort of the, the founder and the head guy at uh, Purple Power C60. And today we talk about carbon C60, uh, which is honestly one of the most fascinating topics I've found recently. Um, I think that this particular type of supplement um, is going to become very, very popular in the coming months and years uh, for many of the reasons that I'll get into in just a second. So, you know, when it comes to supplementation, um, I always look at things, you know, as in two different ways. I look at therapeutic supplementation. So am I taking something to actually achieve some type of clinical result or some type of therapeutic benefit? Um, you know, if I have candida, you know, maybe I'm going on a candida cleanse and I'm using antifungals and I'm using binders and I'm using fiber and what have you to achieve something. But I wouldn't stay on those antifungals indefinitely, right? And that's where you have the other side of supplementation, which is really core nutrition. And so when I think of core nutrition, I always think of things that are more low dose, more broad spectrum, and that can really fulfill many different roles or functions in the body. So you've heard me speak about fulvic and humic acids before with trace minerals. I think that that is core nutrition for pretty well anyone. Um, I think things like greens powders, right? Probiotics, if you like probiotics, um, I have mixed feelings about probiotics uh, because it's a little bit like shooting in the dark. But, um, you know, your good oils, like these are types of things that I consider core nutrition, right? And I think that what we're going to find with carbon C60 is that it is going to become part of core nutrition. It certainly has become part of my core nutrition over the last while, I would say over the last six or seven months. And um, why? 
is a good reason, right? And I'm going to let Ken do the talking here in this episode because we really get into a lot of nooks and crannies. We really talk about things like, first of all, what is C60? So what does it do? How does it work in the body? Um, how does it uh, impact uh, mitochondrial function? Right? How does it work as an antioxidant? And once you understand the foundational side of C60, we then kind of branch out into many different areas. We talk about things like um, cognitive health. We talk about the antioxidant effects. We talk about gut health, leaky gut autoimmune disease. We even talk about hormones. And I think that, um, you know, Ken and I probably could have carried on chatting here on this episode for much longer. Um, but I think that uh, by the end of it all, you you will get it. And I'm definitely going to be having Ken back on the show, uh, possibly to just kind of zoom in uh, to some very micro health issues and how C60 uh, might actually uh, work for those. So a very, very fascinating episode. And um, this show is actually sponsored by Purple Power C60. So you can check the link below. And uh, you can whenever you're listening to this, so even if you're listening to this six months down the line, uh, you can actually just click the link in the show notes and uh, hook yourself up with some C60. And uh, you will get 10% off your order. Okay, so I'm going to leave it at that. Um, again, I really enjoyed this episode. It does get a little sciencey, a little technical, which I'm sure will um, you know really make some of the sciencey uh, practitioner folks uh, quite happy. Um, but if you are a layperson, um, you know my apologies. Some of this um, might be a little too technical for you. But nonetheless, I think if you just listen to this, you're going to learn a ton, and you're going to really see what the overarching benefits are of uh, C60. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in. As always, um, please you know consider leaving us a review subscribing sharing this with your friends your family your community and uh, hook yourself up with some purple power carbon c60 so welcome to the show uh, ken swartz all right hey ken welcome to holistic health masterclass podcast great to have you here uh great to be on yeah, I'm really excited for our talk today because, you know, um, as we said off air, I kind of sent out the feelers a little bit on C60 just to kind of see, like, have people heard of it? What's, you know, what what, what do they think about it? And um, honestly, not a lot of people have heard about it. Um, but in taking it for the last few months and doing the research and looking at some of the literature that you've put together, uh, I'm excited to dive into it and share this with our audience. So, um, you know, I'll hand it over to you and perhaps ask a little bit, like, how did you discover and get into C60? How did you get into that world? Okay, well, I'll give a little short on uh, C60 itself. Uh, it's also that the scientific name is Buckminster Fullerene. And it's basically a, a carbon molecule of 60 atoms in the shape like exactly like a little soccer ball, about mm -hmm. 0.7 uh, nanometers across. And it's, uh, it was discovered in 1985, or confirmed it was existed. And then the, the people that, uh, that discovered it got a Nobel Prize in 1996. And it actually, actually solved an outstanding mystery in astronomy, which we can, uh, which we can get into later. Uh, how I came across it was I was working on a metal oxygen fusion project, and probably people haven't okay. heard of that either. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. So but you will you'll be reading about it then your paper someday, and uh, it was successful. And I was going, and everybody in the in the the who'd done research in the similar area was you know the late doctor this and the late doctor that, 
And I was saying, well, something's going on here. So, uh, you know, we're sure we had pr protection, but I thought I'd go looking for some other radiation protectant that would uh, help uh, my, uh, my crew and myself, you know, so we didn't become the late doctor this too. <laughs> so uh, what I did is I went out there and I discovered this stuff called C60. And carbon 60 is another name for it. And they had done studies with test animals and they, you know, basically they'd give one set of rats would get C60. The other set of rats wouldn't hit them. They'd hit them with like either a fatal dose of radiation or multiple fatal doses of radiation. And few, if none of the C60 rats died, where in every case, all the control rats, which didn't get C60, they all died immediately. So <laughs> when I heard about that, I said, oh, I'm going to go find some C60. And, uh, I went out and I found a couple of sources out there and I, I was taking the C60, well, all of us were taking the C60 during the experiments, which turned out well, and it had sort of improved my health. And so I just kind of started taking it. I kept taking it even after the experiments were over a little bit on and off uh, and things like things that improved. I just like had more energy. The afternoon blahs had gone away. I was sleeping a little bit better. And, and I thought, yeah, this is a great thing. Blah, blah, blah. It wasn't, it wasn't too much until about seven months afterwards, I went to my eye doctor and my macular degeneration had completely disappeared. Wow. I had Drew's, wow. which was kind of like the initial thing of macular degeneration, or they call it dry macular degeneration. And, it'd be, and uh, eye doctor was really surprised because he'd never seen that in his many decades of practice. Hmm. And yeah, no, no doubt. And I mean, you know, I'm sure a lot of um, people listening as well, you know, macular degeneration is it's come up in, in my circles a, a fair bit. And people always ask me, what can you do? Right. And I know it's a bit of a tricky one for for people to uh, to deal with. So that is pretty remarkable. Um, but so so you were so basically you were doing like some kind of remediation work. And that's that's what kind of got you onto it. Is Is that what? Yeah, basically. Yeah, we were actually fusing metal with oxygen and it produces a little energy. And, uh, and so that's, it's like a, a power source for, for power plants in the future. Wow. So that's crazy. That's a, yeah. Cause it had a lot of x-ray radiation and, okay. uh, we, just, and we had shielding, but you know, and, and there, but so many people had, you know, the late doctor, this, we actually did find out, uh, the cause of that. And that was, uh, unfortunately for them, they didn't know that if they use the wrong metals, they could make uh, radioactive gases and they were breathing those gases. And that's why they were the late wow. doctor. For that. Wow. Fortunately, we were using the right metals where that didn't wasn't going to present a problem for us. So, yeah. so that was the solution to that one. So um, in digging into some of this stuff, you know, taking a look at website and some of the papers, um, obviously you, you also have your own library of uh, videos and interviews that you've done in the past. And I feel like, you know, you call it the Swiss army knife um, in, in terms of its versatility and what it helps with, but maybe if we can just start at the beginning and um, how does C60 actually work in your body? Like, what does it, what does it do in your body to have all of these health benefits, which we're going to be talking about. Well, C60 is a, is perhaps one of nature's most powerful antioxidants. And, and what it does is in, in the cells, basically that's all good health is cellular health. Yeah. And, and so C60 is, it can pass your gut. We basically, C60 has no solubility in water. So we dissolve it in an, in an oil, which is nonpolar, and then it'll pass your gut your gut blood barrier, it'll pass your brain blood barrier. It goes, so it goes everywhere in your, uh, in your bodies and the cells actively uptake it and they especially use it in the mitochondria. Okay. And for those people out there, the mitochondria are the energy organelles or the powerhouses of the cell. And that's where 65% of your oxidative radicals 
hang out at. And so as we get older, so I'm part of the gray hair crowd, as we get older, <laughs> a lot of the antioxidants that our body provides, such as uh, SOD, which is superoxide dismutase, yeah. and catalase, those are the two biggies in the, uh, in the mitochondria function. And also glutathione and CoQ10, they all go down. Well, C60 can do the job of pretty much all of these antioxidants. In fact, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of evidence that C60, C60 is also made in like meteoritic impacts. And it's, yeah. it's hydrophobic, but it's lipophilic. That means it likes fats and amino acids and hydrogen gas. And so it fits exactly into the groove of the RNA molecule and to the side groove of the DNA molecule. So there's some suggestion, though it's not been confirmed yet, that DNA, that C60 was actually the original template for RNA and DNA chemistry to occur in the earth. Wow. And, wow. and that's why it has no toxicity at any level. And that's okay. something I, I want to bring up. They have, uh, they gave rats 10,000 times what a person might be taking, right? And, and even though the rats probably weren't happy, they had, they had no toxic effect at all of them, even at 10,000 times. Now, if you took a traditional antioxidant such as vitamin E or vitamin D uh, and took 10,000 times the recommended dose, you would die. But C60 has zero toxic, toxic effects. And part of that is because it's a selective antioxidant. It only interacts with high energy oxidative radicals. So I'm talking super oxygen, that's an oxygen with an extra electron, the hydroxyl radical, peroxy nitrate, and maybe hydrogen peroxide, but we're not totally sure on that one, where it doesn't interact with any of the signaling molecules. Because there's a lot of reactive oxidative species your body has, which they use for signaling molecules. The nitrogen oxides that dilates or contricts your uh, mm -hmm. blood vessels. C60 doesn't inter interact with that, nor does it interact with the with some of the other ones based on zinc, sulfur, or iron. So, okay. so you don't have that problem with some antioxidants where if you take too much of the antioxidants, it's going to reduce the reactive species that you need for homeostasis in your body chemistry. C60 doesn't do that. That's why it has no toxicity at basically any level. Wow. And, and that's interesting. So, you know, that's something I've been banging on about for a while is, you know, there's antioxidants are great, obviously, right? We all, we all need antioxidants. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people forget that the most powerful antioxidants are actually produced in the body. And yes, it's good to get it from foods, but that's our main source of antioxidants. And so um, I love what you're saying, because, you know, the obsession with antioxidants, I've always said, well, you can take too much. And people always kind of look at me funny, right? They're like, what do you mean you can take too much? I'm like, well, in your system, you need a balance between reduction and oxidation, right? Those redox reactions and antioxidation versus oxidation. Because as you just said, you know, so many of these oxidative molecules are actually beneficial. Um, they're, they're not all toxic. So this is pretty crazy what I'm hearing that it's actually selectively choosing which ones, you know, so the ones that are more problematic that might cause DNA damage that might lead to um, more, you know, accelerated degeneration of cells and damage to cells, that it's really targeting those and leaving the beneficial ones alone. I just want to kind of pull things together a little bit for the listeners who maybe are not as um, steeped in the sciencey side of things. So Inside your cells, the mitochondria are the powerhouse producing cells. And what they do is when they make energy and when they release oxygen, they also create free radicals. Okay, so free radicals, a lot of people think of uh, toxins from the external, right? So cigarette smoke and air pollution and that sort of stuff. But we generate a lot of free radicals in our body. And those predominantly come from the mitochondria. Okay, so what Ken is saying is that the C60 is basically combating these internal free radicals. And I'm pretty sure, um, you know, you can expand on this if you want, it's obviously going to combat the external 
free radicals and toxins as well. Yes, and well, it's in the going back to the mitochondria. They're like little organelles, and they make mitochondria make basically ATP, which is the energy molecule of the cell, and they're furnaces. So they produce some pretty nasty oxidative radicals. In fact, about 65% of your oxidative radicals are produced in the mitochondria that happen in the cells, especially if you're exercising. Hmm. And what uh, all, this is kind of get a little sciency, please. But uh, we'll let it happen. The mitochondria basically have they have an outer membrane which is positively charged. It's got a lot of hydrogen ions in there. It's got an inner membrane, which is negatively charged. And then inside of that's the matrix. And that's where a lot of the chemistry goes on. And then the oxidative radicals are kind of dumped out into the interspace between the inner membrane and the outer membrane. But C60 is actively uptaken, uptaken by the mitochondria. They know what it is and they know how to use it. And so basically what it does is C60's unique molecule, it likes to be, have a positive charge, but it doesn't get there by releasing an electron. It actually, it's like a little spherical cage. So it'll pull up to six positive hydrogen ions inside that cage which makes it positively charged, then it heads across the uh, the interstellar in the interspace to the negative uh, membrane. And uh, when it's doing that, because it's positive charge, it'll like if a super oxygen comes by, which is an oxygen with an extra electron, it'll actually uh, take that electron and and give it to one of the positive hydrogen ions and turning it into hydrogen gas, which is also another antioxidant and a signaling molecule. And it'll do, keep doing that until it runs out of its hydrogen ions, then it'll stick a few super oxygens or perhaps hydroxyl radicals to it. And then it goes back to the outer membrane loads up again. But what's really interesting is, uh, is like with in our, in our normal cellular chemistry, when you have a super oxygen, what happens is SOD, super ox oxide dismutase will come in there and turn that super oxygen into a hydrogen peroxide. Then catalase will come along and turn the hydrogen peroxide into water and an oxygen again. Well, C60 doesn't do that. C60 will turn the super oxygen back into oxygen, so you don't even need to use the catalase. So they've done in muscle test studies, right? They find mm. the catalase levels actually rise when you're on C60 because uh, it's not being used as much. Interesting. And, yeah, and, and so that's one of the good things about that. Another thing is, uh, and also when it floods out, so people like that take C60, we have a lot of professional athletes that do that. They don't get the DOMS, which is delayed onset muscle soreness after exercise. They'll, uh, you get recovery times go way down and you don't get the DOMS because the C60 is hanging out in there and it's wiping out the oxidative radicals before they can, you know, cross-link proteins or damage membranes or, or RNA or even DNA, which is what causes DOMS. That's your body trying to repair yeah. itself, the inflammation caused by that damage. So you don't even get that. Hmm. And uh, yeah, we've had reports that we had like a thing, some uh, college football players, they were, they parents knew somebody that was taking C60, so they were getting supplied with it. And, you know, the one guy, he'd, you know, the team would work out the spring training, right? You just, everybody would be totally exhausted. These guys would take the C60 about, you know, 45 minutes, an hour after spring training, they were ready to go out on the town, right? The guy and wow. his buddy and all the other guys and everybody was lying around. They couldn't do anything. Uh, eventually they found it that I won't tell which football team they didn't win the championship, but uh, <laughs> they had a better life. Yeah. Well, um, you know, so obviously um, that, that sounds to me like there's a lot of oxygenation, right? So improved oxygenation um, inside the cells, obviously. And do we know, does it change the pH? Because obviously once you start playing around with hydrogen, the pH is going to change. Um, so does it make things more alkaline or any, anything like that? Well, two things that we think it makes it a little bit more alkaline because C60 would have a positive charge that's more alkaline charge uh and also but it also what it also does it also c60 because the mitochondria also buffer calcium inside the cell 
So they're kind of like the bowel. So when you have C60, your mitochondria, well, see, what, once your mitochondria start working efficiently, you've got, with the C60, as you get older, a lot of things like the uh, SOD and catalase and glutathione go down. Well, C60 goes in there and completely replaces them. So now your mitochondria can go back to full efficiency. So you get your full ATP production, but also the mitochondria buffer the cell, the calcium in the cell. And this is really important in neuro benefits because people will notice the first thing you notice is more is, is clear thought, like your brain fog goes mm -hmm. away. You've got a lot more energy and you can think clearly again. And part of that's, you know, you get the buff, the calcium buffering inside the nerve cells or any cell basically going. And then like in for nerve cells, the potassium sodium discharge can now has a really solid base to operate off of. Another super benefit for a good mitochondria is mitochondria make pregnenolone. And pregnenolone is the, the base molecule for almost all the hormones which are produced from. And, and so when you, once your pregnenolone levels come back up, then, uh, then your, your cells can, can operate your hormone levels. Basically your cells will take that pregnenolone and turn it into whatever it needs to be. And, and interestingly, pregnenolone is actually synthesized from LDL cholesterol, which right. is called bad cholesterol. Yeah. And, and part of the problem people get an LDL buildup anyway, is because the, the LDL cholesterol is not being synthesized into pregnenolone and other important substances. And so it just builds up in your blood. Well, when you take C60, we have like a lot of this is anecdotal. The people come back, they don't need to take their L, their cholesterol medicine. Their LDL levels drop dramatically yeah. because they're now being converted back into pregnenolone, which is what the reason LDL is there in the first place for. Yeah. Well, and, you know, as someone who, who kind of deals a lot with hormone imbalances in a clinical setting, um, you know, and cardiovascular health for that matter, uh, I think it's important for people to understand that when your cholesterol levels are up, so the whether it's the bad, you know, the LDL, quote unquote, bad cholesterol, um, oftentimes it's usually because there's something else going on. It's not because your body just decided that it wanted to hold on to cholesterol. And most of the time it's actually uh, because of oxidative stress. So we've got a lot of inflammation. We've got a lot of damage that's happening in the arterial lining. And so the body will actually make more cholesterol or hold on to it to actually repair the damage. Um, so same thing with hormones, right? If we're using cholesterol to make pregnenolone and then all of the other hormones and you have hormone imbalances, oftentimes your cholesterol will go up to try and make more hormone, right? Or to try and repair that. So that's actually fantastic because, you know, what I'm hearing now is obviously we can lower cholesterol through multiple different mechanisms here. Uh, one through the antioxidation and one through the sort of upregulation of um, LDL to, to pregnenolone, which is, which is very interesting. I don't even know if there's anything else that can do that. Um, uh, just, not that I know of. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing that it, but it does it for all your organs. So like in your pineal gland, that's where the melatonin is made and a few others. So your sleep people have my sleep improved because now your pineal gland can produce the pregnenolone it needs that can convert it to melatonin and you start getting your sleep. And, and it's the same with the pituitary and the hypothalamus. They're up there in the brain. I mean, that's kind of like the, the main control second. Now they can start producing human growth home and LTL. And there's, there's, there's just dozens of little hormones that the pituitary and the hypothalamus complex there produce. And yeah. the same with uh, thyroid. You know, now your thyroid can produce and your adrenals can produce. And of course, the adrenals, they produce, you've got your mineral corticoids that balances your blood levels. You've got your glutocorticoids. That's uh, that balances, uh, you know, your blood, the, the sugars in your blood. And also you've mm -hmm. got the androgens, which, you know, either are turned into progesterone, testosterone or estrogen by the body itself. So it's not like hormone replacement where you just get one hormone. When you take C60, all your hormone levels go up. 
but there, I do need to put a warning in there. We've had a lot of people, women, you like, that maybe have gone past into menopause. A lot of times their period will restart. And, okay. Uh, wow. There's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a huge increase in libido too, for both men and women on that. So, so watch that, out. That, yeah. Watch out. Warning. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, that's actually crazy that it's, um, it's brought back um, period for, for women that have gone into perimenopause oh, yeah. or menopause. Wow. So, you know, so I yeah. guess, um, you know, looking at uh, women who maybe have, who are younger, who are still in the childbearing years and um, absence of periods, you know, amenorrhea and stuff like that. Uh, this sounds like, a, you know, might be something at least to include in the mix um, with some other things that you might be doing already. So, yeah. yeah. One of the things is, I mean, C60 doesn't heal anything. Mm. It's not a cure. What C60 does, it lifts the oxidative burden that your cells are under. So now your cells can operate the way they're supposed to do. And, and then you get all, that's where all the healing benefits come from. It's from the cells being able to do their job. You know, C60 is not an magic pill. And another mm. thing I always like to tell, C60 doesn't replace good nutrition. Yes. You've got, yes, you've got to eat properly, you know, and uh, you've got to get the proper sleep. You've got to avoid all the toxins and nastiness that's in our environment to the best you can. And, and so those, you know, that they, you still have to take responsibility for your health and C60 is just something that can help that, but you really, you know, it's, it's, it's not a cure-all. You've got to go out there and eat right and do all the necessary proper things yeah. if you want to have health. Well, and I think, uh, you know, I, I like to subscribe to that philosophy pretty much for all supplements. You know, I think that there's, uh, there's core nutrition. Um, I would actually consider a C60, um, you know, now that I know more about it and what it does and the widespread benefits, um, I think that I could see this as being a core component to general nutrition. You know, so I always think of things like more whole foods supplements, right? So greens, powders, spirulinas, chlorellas, stuff like that, that are more low dose, broad spectrum, you know, in terms of their nutrient profile. But then having something like this that just really helps all the cells in the body, um, you know, together with a healthy diet, et cetera, et cetera. Because I find that a lot of people nowadays, you know, um, especially having taught so many people over the years and having seen a lot of people people in clinic, I find that a lot of people I think are over supplementing with things that they don't really know what they're doing anymore. The, the, like, what is it actually doing in your body, right? Because a lot of things are very narrow in terms of their therapeutic benefit. And so if you're landing up taking 30, 40, 50 products all the time, you might very well be overdoing it. And so I'm a huge fan of things that cover a huge amount of ground, but you don't need to take as much if that makes any sense, right? So it's, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. It makes a lot of sense because you're just, yeah, because some people you can over supplement and yeah, especially things like iodine can be a real problem there too. But the thing yeah. about C60, it doesn't, if, even if you take more C60 than you need, it has no toxicity basically at any level, even right. 10,000 times. So you don't have to worry about that. But, you know, at, at a certain level, maybe more than a teaspoon a day of the, the dissolved C60 dissolved in the oil is probably excessive, but you don't have to worry about that over thing. And I think probably one, another thing is I probably need to talk a little bit about how C60 came into like the health world. Yeah, please. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Well, the first thing, obviously it was discovered in 1985. They got by Harry Krodos, Richard Smalley, and Robert Curl. And they got it solved a long outstanding uh, mystery. There was something between the stars absorbing, absorbing uh, infrared light. And they were, it was called Dibs Deep, deep inter, Interstellar Bands. That's the the things. And so finally, the, the solution was it was C60 was there. And, uh, and that's because it was really strong. C60 is an allotrope of carbon. So it's like a cousin of diamond. So it's a really strong mm -hmm. molecule. It, it won't dissolve or decay in your body. It's just, it's just way too small. And it doesn't 
make any permanent bonds in your body. So it washes out basically after about 10 days on average. 10 days. A, okay. Yeah. yeah I was going to ask that actually. Yeah. 10 days. Okay. It's about on average. So in some organs, it goes faster. Some, it goes slower and, uh, but kind of goes through, hangs out in the spleen and the liver. And then it gets, goes out the gallbladder and, and that way into those and out. And some, some of it also goes in the kidneys and excreted out the kidneys. So, but, uh, but, but basically in the early eighties, even in the nineties, it was really hard to make this stuff. They didn't really understand how to make it. And uh, so finally it was in the early 2000s, they actually discovered processes. What they did is they actually make it sort of the same way that it's made in giant red stars in nature. It's basically, they have like a light helium atmosphere, about a 10% the pressure of the earth. You have two carbon rods, you run a really powerful electric current through it and the carbon rods vaporize. And, uh, and about, if you do it right, you can get about 10% of that carbon will turn into carbon 60. And then there's a whole process of separating that carbon 60. There's some people use a chemical method, basically methyl benzene or toluene that, yeah. and they use a whole thing. We don't do that. RC, RC60 is made by sublimation and sublimation is basically the cousin of evaporation. You basically okay. take the C60s and ashes and you heat it up to about 400 degrees Celsius and the C60 turns from a solid to a gas. And it floats across the, to the other side of the sublimator where it cools down and condenses on uh, the plates. And so we have like 99.99% pure C60, the pure wow. C60 you've got, and it's not, uh, not, just not exposed to solvents. Now, let me get back to the history of it. Basically, they, when the first time they decided, well, this is a new chemical, you know, a new substance. We don't know what it could do. It could be toxic. We have no idea. So right. they did a study. And uh, the study actually started, but it kind of lasted a lot longer than they wanted. They gave it to some rats. And what they found out is that basically they gave three sets of rats. You had one rats that were the control rats. And other rats got like olive oil because they dissolved C60 in olive oil. And then, then the, the other rats got C60 and olive oil. And basically it, it doubled the lifespan of the <laughs> C60 rats over test animals, which was completely <laughs> unexpected. You don't expect something like that. And uh, yeah, base, and, and then they've done other studies. So it basically doubles the lifespan of test animals over controls. Wow. And it wow. did it by completely preventing the occurrence of cancers, cognitive decline, and other diseases associated with aging. Right. And I think it's, it's always important, you know, like just as a, as a critical thinker, you know, to try and extrapolate things like that onto humans, because humans are just, we're not, you know, we're not in an isolated environment. We're obviously exposed to a lot yeah. more. So I wouldn't want anyone to think that, uh, you know, you're going to live to 180 if you take this. And if you do, well, more power to you. That would be kind of okay. crazy. Well, but uh, yeah. Yeah. These were Worcester rats, by the way. That's a certain rat brand that you get for laboratories. And they're really susceptible to cancers and other things we would we would characterize as associated with aging so it, it did it doubled their rat life but would it double like a really a street rat life yeah probably it would increase it but maybe not a hundred percent and and it did that Worcester rats are notorious for getting cancers and the c60 rats no cancers at all you know I, I think it's it's always important as well you know something that i've i've really thought about over the years is it's, it's more important to improve quality of life as you age. You know, there's very few things because of the world we live in, um, stress levels, modern living, toxicity, et cetera, et cetera. It's very difficult to um, extend lifespan. You know, generally speaking, we haven't really been able to do that very well. Um, we, we've done it on average, you know, by a few years, but we've never been able to really extend uh, lifespan on, yeah. on mass, right? And so, I always look at it and I say, well, look, you know, even if I live to be 90 years old, if that was all I got or 85 or whatever the case, I would love to live the last years of my life pain-free, illness-free, 
you know, have my cognition, et cetera, et cetera. And having that good quality of life as you get older is so important um, because, you know, you see a lot of people now by the time they hit 50, 60, you know, all of a sudden they've got multiple chronic diseases, there are multiple medications. And so, yeah, we might be living slightly longer, but if your quality of life is no good, then what's the point of living longer, right? So, um, yeah, so, I mean, I know it might sound a little facetious or, or whatnot, but I, I just kind of think about it like that. Um, and and I, I, I love stuff like this, you know, where that's what we do, right, is we try and improve function. We try and help people to live that higher quality life. Um, yeah, and when they started the rats, and there's been other studies. So this is, there's just, there's hundreds of studies on C60 and uh, some, some, a lot of those in biological areas. But uh, yeah, the, basically the rats started getting the, the C60 maybe in their late 20s or 30s in rat years. And then uh, when the, all the control rats died, actually, they stopped giving all the, the rats C60. So they basically got C60 from like 30 to their 50s, and then they didn't. So we really don't know how long it would have done, but it would have gone. But basically what C60 just basically prevents, it's, it's basically like a preventative measure, prevented things from happening, all those things. So if they're prevented from happening, and then they rats just basically live to their genetic expiration date and uh, off the cliff. Actually, the last two rats had been like five and a half years, and they were living way too long. They had an <laughs> unfortunate accident so that they could actually publish the study. So it could have been a lot longer, on, uh, but they, they had to like, you know, bring the study to an end. And, uh, and we've had things like they've done studies where, for instance, the oxidative damage. They don't only like they did a study, I think it was on rat, I mean, no, on, 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 uh, joints in um in rabbits mm. where they had severely, severely damaged the joints and not only did the c60 get rid of the inflammation the quote which was the arthritis caused by that but it actually stimulated stem cell production and it regrew the cartilage and that's okay. another thing the c60 one of the things that see we we've figured out what c60 is doing is you have senescent cells in your body and those are basically zombie cells they've come their telomeres are too short to really reproduce they're not really doing much for your cell they're just kind of hanging around dragging out energy but when C60 gets in there, it restarts the mitochondria, which are usually suppressed in senescent cells. When the mitochondria will send out little messages to the cellular DNA saying, hey, we need to reproduce, we need to do all this. And if they don't get the right message back from the cellular DNA, they actually institute apoptosis, mm. which is programmed cell death. So when you take C60, what happens is it'll just basically wipes out huge amounts of senescent cells in your body. And then that stimulates stem cell growth. Because we had some people in there, uh, in there, let me see if I've got one of these. Uh, I don't think I have one of that. We had a guy like in the 70s who was doing stem cell treatment. He started taking the C60, went in to do another treatment. And he all of a sudden, he had like stem cell levels of like a 20-year-old. Wow. And so, and so that's one of the reasons. We had one other guy. He was, uh, 50, he was 54. He started taking C60. And before that, he had actually gotten a telomere test. And he had the telomere lengths of a 53-year-old. And then after about three and a half years of taking C60, he went back in and uh, they did the telomere test and he had a, the telomere lengths of a 38-year-old. Wow. And, and it wasn't by increasing the length of the telomeres in existing cells. It was basically, we think it's what appears to be is it wiped out the senescent cells. The senescent cells were replaced by stem cells, which have almost a full set of telomeres. And so average telomere length in the cells tested, which was probably dozens or hundreds of cells tested yeah. when you telomeres test, had increased. Not in the existing cells, it just basically created. So okay. you literally kind of grew younger with C60. 
Yeah. Wow. And just, just so folks know as well, you can actually get testing. You can get telomere testing. Um, it's something, it's not something I do very often, um, but people have asked me. And so, yes, you can get that tested. Um, you can give me a shout if you're interested in that um, just as a sidebar. So I think it's a good segue. You know, I want to talk about specific, some specific health conditions um, or areas of health that I know our audience are particularly interested in. And of course, you know, everything starts in the gut, right? So everything starts with digestion in the gut. So maybe, uh, you know, offline, we were talking a little bit about how this, um, you know, what this does in the gut, how it might improve gut health. And uh, yeah, I'll just hand over the mic to you and uh, get your words on that, Ken. Okay, yeah. Well, one of the, for obviously, the C60, C60 has no solubility in water, so we dissolve it into an oil. And we found the three healthy, stable oils, which are olive oil, avocado oil, which is my favorite, and then MCT coconut oil. And for your listeners out there may know, MCT is basically medium chain triglycerides and your body can take MCT and turn it directly into ketones, which, or your liver will turn it directly into ketones, which your cells can use as a, a, a flex fuel. So yeah. people with glucose issues, that's a really, really great thing to have MCT coconut oil. Mm-hmm. And so it's taken internally and it's, it really improves. We've had a lot of people with celiacs and other irritable bowel syndrome, and it just, it, go, it goes way down. And, and when, you, when you look at the irritable, you know, it basically is leaky gut syndrome. Yeah. And what happens is the intestinal villi cells are damaged and they can't, they need to produce certain proteins to, which allows the, the cells to stick together. And so if they can't produce those proteins, then the cells can't stick together and either food particles or bacteria toxins or even bacteria themselves will leak through into the bloodstream. And then that causes obviously an immune response and you get inflammation and all of that. Well, the C60, what C60 gets in there and first off it, it lifts the oxidative burden the cells are under. And it also gets the mitochondria growing back into into production. So you get ATP, which means the cell has all the energy it needs to production. But also it kind of, because the the endoplasmic reticulum, Mm -hmm. that's the place where your proteins are made. And that's like a fatty, C60 is like lipophilic. That means it likes fatty stuff. So that's cell membranes and also the endoplasmic reticulum. So now your proteins, you got the energy to build the proteins and the proteins are being built correctly so they aren't damaged and so now the cells the intestinal villi cells have appear to have enough proteins to put on the surface of their cells so they stick to the other cells and now you don't have the gaps in your gut mm-hmm. and the inflammation goes the way down so and then another thing that the those inf- those cells do is they uh once the your cell the, the villi cells are healthy on the inside of your gut is they sec- secrete substances which attract what we would call good bacteria that live in symbiosis with your thing. So you don't only have healthy villi, you also get, those get coated with, with good bacteria, which are producing chemicals that your body needs like serotonin and other mm-hmm. things. And then your gut is feeding those with, with nutrients they need. And that makes like a second lining in your gut, which helps protect, which helps digest your food and protect you against like nasty bacteria if you have any are present. And so, and yeah, we've, and it seems also to, to like, so people that take it, they seem to get way better gut health, their digestion goes up and, uh, and, and things like candida and other things go down. Mm. Of course, I, I just want to throw, I'm also a big advocate of intermittent fasting. Just okay. to let you know, yeah. which I, I found of all the things I've ever done in my life for like losing weight and improving my digestive health. Uh, I think intermittent fasting is probably the best. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, stimulating phagocytosis and all of that good stuff, you know, basically getting in there and giving your body a break, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, and as you're speaking, I'm kind of envisioning now as well, you know, the, the C60 really getting in between the microvilli and the villi, right? So getting in between there, which is where yeah. a lot of our immune system is. You know, we've got these different um, organelles and we've got uh, things like Peyer's patches and our immunoglobulins, which are so crucial for immune system health. And obviously, anytime you have leaky guts or you've got damage to that intestinal lining or even chronic inflammation, you know, chronic inflammation and infections are actually driving a lot of the leaky gut and, you know, irritable bowel syndrome, but more um, IBD. So the inflammatory bowel diseases, leaky yeah. gut, stuff like that. So I can really see how this would get in there and, um, you know, lower the inflammation, get the cells working better so that they can actually regenerate themselves and uh, those villi to grow back. And uh, yeah, so wow, that, that's that's really um, really fascinating because you know there's never um, as much as you know we have a lot of practitioners that listen to the show as well, and uh, people are always looking for you know again the Swiss Army knife as you call it like what is there something that's going to do all of these things or do I have to load my client or patient up? on 10 or 15 different supplements to try and achieve all of these different things. So I think, again, you know, um, just to reiterate, seeing the versatility and the, the diversity here um, is, is pretty exciting for, for me. Yeah, and, you know. and also, I want to talk about, you know, if C60 isn't going to do, it's, it's not a magic pill. It's not going to heal things overnight. Like one of the things, the guy I worked with, Gary Rodriguez, he was the electrical engineer on my Moxie project. And when I found out about, you know, it had got rid of my macular degeneration, well, I told him about it because by that time he had type 2 diabetes and he had developed wet macular degeneration. Mm. And, uh, and in fact, we have a, we have a little, in, we have a little show, uh, the C60 show on YouTube. And if you go and watch the episode Eyes on C60, because he, he generally generously allowed us to show his before and after pictures. And he, he, you know, he had the before he had the back of his eyeballs were just covered with lesions, right? Mm. It was really severe wet macular degeneration. He's probably gonna lose his vision as, as an engineer, you know, he's out of business basically, yeah. you yeah. know, his life goes. And he took uh, a tablespoon of C60 in MCT coconut oil because he also had the diabetic stuff for a year. And then you can see his before and after pictures. And after a year of taking that, because this took a while to develop, there were all the lesions that healed up and his type two diabetes had disappeared. Wow. And so you can see the before and after pictures on, you know, so seeing's kind of believing. And it's the same way, like uh, Sierra, she's uh, she's also co-host on the show with me. Mm. She had uh, Hashimoto's disease and, and she had zero production. So she was of uh, that, but after about a year and a half on C60, she's reduced her Hashimoto, the medicine that she takes for that by two thirds. Well, wow. so would that be, I mean, let's talk about that because, you know, Hashimoto's, for those who might not know, is an autoimmune disorder um, of the thyroid gland, uh, sometimes referred to as autoimmune thyroiditis. And what we're starting to discover now is that um, about, I would, I don't have any hard numbers, but the majority of cases of thyroid issues now are turning out to be Hashimoto's. Okay. That's, it's quite common to see. Um, right. And of course, autoimmune disease is also an umbrella term for about 120 different um, autoimmune diseases. So for those of you listening to the show, you can actually go back into the archi archives. Uh, you can check out the episode I did on the five root causes of all autoimmune disease. Uh, it's a really good episode. It's one of the most well listened to um, and most trafficked episodes here. And then uh, another one that I'll just mention before we move on is the Leaky Gut and Autoimmunity um, podcast that I did as well. That's also a really good one because it really ties in with what we're about to talk about here. So um, with autoimmune disease, I mean, there's obviously a, a 
lot of moving parts. Uh, we spoke about leaky gut, which is, you know, that's um, very, very common in autoimmune issues. But of course, then, as you mentioned earlier, you know, these undigested food particles and maybe bacterial or viral infections getting into the bloodstream and triggering that immune response. Um, how does how does C60 now work with regards to the immune system? And what exactly do you think is going on with um, the whole autoimmune picture? Well, of course, people call it autoimmune, but most of those autoimmune diseases, if you actually look at the underlying cause, it's it's caused by, you know, it could be the Epstein-Barr virus or bacterial issues or something else is actually, and so the, the immune system is attacking something that's in the organ and it's, it's, it's going after that. It's not actually going after the organ and the organ is side damage. And well, the thing is like C60 heals the, uh, the it helps really, helps, you know, lifts the oxidative burden, the intestinal villi are under, so that's healed. Once your gut healed, 70% of your immune system is in the gut, right? You get that thing down and, and then it starts working. And, and people like, for instance, Hashimoto's, you're, even if you're, you're, uh, your thyroid is producing, you know, it produces maybe, it produces T3, maybe about 9% T3 and 93%, which T4, and which is basically, that's just, a, that's an inactive form. And like for, but, but, and then there's various, processes which make that inactive form active but even the t3 has a protein with it when it's produced and it needs to go down to the intestine has to produce uh, intestinal sulfatase to make that act activate that t3 so even if your thyroid is producing enough thyroid t3 or t4 it, it can't get activated because if your gut's not healthy so it's mm. not just a thyroid issue it's never just and that's one of the key things and like, for instance, with C60 also gets into immune cells. They use it in their mitochondria. And oh, because okay. C60 suppresses, because and a lot of times, you know, it's C60 gets in there like you have an inflammation. Well, C60 reduces the oxidative radicals, which cause the inflammation in the first place. So they're being reduced. So now the, like the mass, the, the, uh, the macrophages that go in, macrophages, the M1 macrophages, they're like the alarm ones that go in there. They're going to they're gonna have less oxidative radicals and they're not going to put out as many cytokines to, to bring in, you know, the neurophils and all the other things, uh, other leukites, you know, bl white blood cells that uh, fight mm -hmm. that. But also they get in there. So like we've had a lot of people, lots of people, they have, uh, they have allergies. Mm. And so there's a whole thing where, you know, you get the, the allergies, the allergen gets, gets antigens on it for various things, but, but C60 kind of moderates all that. So a lot of times their allergies go away or become much, much less because like in the B memory B cells that are putting out the antigens, there it is activated. Obviously, your gut's not putting as much stuff in, and then then the plasma cells, which put out other in, uh, other chemicals that go to the the mast cells, which have all the histamine in it, which really gives you the allergic response. So all along the way, the C60 is there moderating the response, so your response, so that you actually your your allergy levels go way down. So a lot wow. of people that take C60, myself included, our allergies just we don't we, they're very very minimal. Now, because I think that's just the body, once the oxidative burden is lifted and there's this craziness that can sometimes overreaction, your body reacts in an intelligent manner, in a proper manner, and you don't get like the allergies or a huge blowout of things. It's yeah. just the body just runs better.
Yeah. And, you know, it sounds to me as well, like there's, um, it's almost like an immune modulating component, right? So I'm pretty sure if your immune system yeah. was also underactive, you know, a lot of autoimmune, your immune system's on fire, right? Because it's trying to yeah. put out all of these fires. And so oftentimes, you know, what conventional treatments will do is they'll basically put you on immunosuppressants to try and dampen down that whole immune yeah. response. Um, and of course, the opposite end of the spectrum would be something like cancer, for example, where the immune system is very depressed, right? And very low. So it seems to me like C60 can really kind of fulfill multiple roles here because it's really restoring function. And if the immune system was low, it could bring it up. If the immune system was high, it could kind of dampen oh, the yeah. response. Yeah. 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 C60 uh, drives the body to homeostasis. And there is one warning I want I need to put out there is because C60 brings pregnenolone production back and your adrenals are going to start producing. And a lot if you're on a, a blood thinning medication, you need to talk to your doctor before you take C60 because C60, we found a lot of people when they take C60, that blood thinning, the problem which is causing the underlying blood thinning goes away really rapidly. And so now you're taking blood thinning medicine and your blood can get too thin. So okay. if you're on a blood thinner and you take C60, you need to talk with your doctor and, and get lots of testing so that you don't, you aren't taking too much of that medication. And that's probably true if you're taking any medication. Because uh, C60 can, you know, it just lifts the oxidative burden. Your cells are under the cells now operate the way they're supposed to be. And then the medication, you may be and not needing that medication or taking too much. All right. Well, I mean, you know, there's just so much to, to talk about here. And uh, I think that... Um, is there anything else that you feel like you really want to bring up? Because, you know, obviously I'm going to direct people to the website um, where, you know, there's your show. Uh, so there's a lot of other resources for people to dig into specific areas, which might include things like, um, you know, cognition, uh, weight, metabolism, that sort of stuff. Uh, so we're kind of approaching our 45 minute mark. And I just wanted to know, if, is there anything specific that you wanted to bring up, Ken, that, you, that we haven't covered? Well, you can, uh, we got the YouTube channel which is C60 Purple Power. We've got like dozens of dozens of shows on each on a different health thing you can go check out. You can check out the website, c60purplepower.com. And then we, we also, we're actually going to upgrade in two days. And there's a whole section that you can go and read the science of it, whatever mm -hmm. conditions and the scientific studies. These are all backed up by scientific studies, by the way. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so you can, and, and C60 is an adult choice. I mean, don't take my word for it or don't take anybody's word for it. Go out and do the research yourself and and then make and and make an intelligent choice on it and yeah. i can just tell you from you know my experience experience so many others it just from my case you know i started making it for friends and family and then my local healthcare practitioner started using it and then they gave it to their customers who started using it and people more and more people wanted it and then it got out on the internet how this was working great and then you know one thing led to the other and now i have this company c60 purple power i mean i never intended it to turn it into a company it just kind of happened because so many people wanted c60 because it's something when you actually take it you get real results and you get them reasonably quickly mm. and 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 that's something that you know people like because you're really you know it's something real it's not just you know a lot of things you get try this does it going to happen no but with c60 you know you'll get a you'll get a you'll get you'll get results very quickly and you'll and you'll notice it too yeah well and i think also for people that are legitimately suffering from you know possibly multiple health issues right because it's never just one issue these days i okay. mean most people you you got one or two or three or four or five issues going on at the same time and when you kind of try and piece it all together and and tackle each of those individually it gets very complicated um you know so i think just bringing it back down to ground zero and really working to restore function at the cellular level 
that's that's the magic, you know, right there. And of course, so much research going into mitochondrial health now, and uh, just seeing how far, you know, I mean, all cells have mitochondria in your body, pretty much. So it's, uh, it's the, the ripple effect is just huge. And I love that it's uh, the grassroots story. And I, I really love that. Um, because it's not, uh, you know, you just didn't have an idea one day, and uh, all of a sudden get funding and boom, throw it out there. Uh, so yeah, neat story. Yeah, neat story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. There's so much I could talk on C60 and we'll probably do some more, but uh, yeah. cause each specific thing in people's experience, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's just kind of check it out and, uh, and do some educate yourself and, uh, and just kind of learn about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I got to say, I mean, I've obviously been poking around your website and reading some of the literature and stuff and you, you do have um, a lot of testimonials from people from all walks of life, from all ages, from all, you know, all kinds of health conditions. And so again, you know, I think that just looking at something that's universal, that's working at the cellular level, you know, you kind of, I always look at things like this, where you you don't really know until you try it, right? You, you can't predict what's going to happen in your particular situation, um, unless you really understand your biochemistry and your, your biology very, very well. Um, so, so, um, yeah, so I think let's wrap it up there. And for those of you listening, um, definitely check out the links in the show notes. Uh, you will see that, um, Ken and purple power have, um, you know, graciously offered uh, all of our listeners a discount. So you can just check all the details below in the show notes um, click on the links. It'll take you to a different page and there's testimonials, there's research, there's science. You can check it all out. Um, but I am super excited. I mean, I've been taking the purple power now for probably about, uh, three months and I'm not the best case study because I look after myself and I'm in pretty good shape, but I got to say, um, I did notice right in the beginning that energy levels were definitely a lot more stable had a lot more energy and, uh, probably due to the oxygenation, um, in, in my body, yes. uh, you know, it's kind right. of what I felt intuitively anyway. So yeah, when you get those mitochondria functioning again, just, it, they just, it's such a benefit to cellular health, which is the basis for all health. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thanks so much for coming on the show, Ken. Um, you know, great to sit here and I'm sure we could geek out for another few hours, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll steer people to YouTube channel and uh, maybe we'll get you back on at some point to actually talk about something maybe very, very specific and uh, we can kind of dig into things a little bit more. So thanks so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Glad to be on. All right. And for those of you listening out there, you have yourself a beautiful day wherever you are. And if you enjoyed this episode, uh, please subscribe, leave us a review, and of course, share this with your friends, family, and your community. All right. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. 